hello and welcome to It's an Artful Life. One of the effects of the global pandemic of COVID-19 is that more than ever people are turning to the arts, but the creators themselves are wondering how to deal with this shift in how people consume and deal with art, as well as what happens when we all get out. In this special quarantine season of It's an Artful Life, I talk to consumers and creators both about how they see the role of arts shifting and changing both during this time and after. Let's find out what an artful life looks like in 2020 before, during, and after COVID-19. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. So the first things first is uh, just go ahead and please introduce yourself. So I'm Mubin Jaz. I I'm a graphic designer by profession, and I also do theater. Uh, what I do right now, I teach graphic design at this uh, university here in Lahore. It's called Institute for Art and Culture. I'm the assistant professor there. I look after the graphic design department along with another uh, senior teacher. He's an associate professor. And alongside, I have um, uh, been doing theater for the past 16 years. And um, I have a company called Chota Mata Theater. I'm also part of this organization called SHH Pakistan. It's a collaboration of four organizations. And uh, my and I'm part of that as well. And uh, what we do is we, we make plays. We do theater festivals, performing art festivals. We do international theater residencies. and uh, and and um, I ma- I make sure that I do a play or two um, in a year in one year. So so this is usually what I do. And um, even right before this quarantine uh, happened, we were doing our rehearsals for an upcoming production, and all of that stopped. But that does not stop me. I'm thinking of now doing an online uh, play or something like that. Um, how are you spending your quarantine season? Right before I read your uh, status one day, uh, a week ago, I think, um, I was thinking on the same lines of uh, this is exactly what I deduced after spending four days uh, disoriented, not doing anything. This is what I embarked on. Uh, sorry, it just occurred to me that I should have a routine. And you sort of like second it uh, yeah. <laughs> indirectly. And, uh, and, and, and at that time, I had already started off with that. You know, um, we, we were supposed to conduct our midterm exams from 16th March. And that is the day when everything was off from. Right. And uh, so uh, during that week and the next, uh, till 27th, uh, I kind of had like a routine, especially that particular week from 16th uh, till that weekend, or Monday 16th till whatever that weekend was. So I had the routine. It was just the following week where uh, we got a bit relaxed once most of the things were done. And suddenly things were a bit. Uh, very very loose and it still is i'm i'm waking up late now yeah. and this is what i hate i, I need to <laughs> need to establish time where i wake up but there are there are too many things that uh, happen during the day once i wake up it uh, it's then is a roller coaster ride till 
suddenly it is 12 uh, midnight and uh, you really don't know where you spent all the time i have started working i have started drawing i have started um, i'm looking at the lectures i'm most of the time cleaning up the house looking after the children running running so there is no time for me to there is no gap anywhere where i feel that uh, uh, life has stopped it only happens when i when i get in the bed this is when the anxiety hits you you know uh, doom the, the impending doom is near and uh, the these are the apocalyptic time all of that you know it keeps you up till till late and even give you an, enough anxiety to induce uh, an upset stomach yeah. <laughs> wow so yeah yeah it it happens but i'm thinking you know shifting towards uh, having uh, a routine that offers me to start my day around 8 and i do some exercise i do good breakfast i produce a lot of art i am online i'm i conduct my lectures and all of that so right now there's a lot of confusion i mean nothing is certain from the administrative point of view the the, the educational institute would they be going off or not so because of this uncertainty everywhere everyone is kind of like uh, a bit disoriented uh, the students the faculty the people on the road everyone and yeah. uh, so we don't know not i i am not too sure i, I thought from 1st april most probably i would uh, implement this new routine but yeah let's see okay uh as a comparison do you find that these days you are consuming or producing more art than you were uh before this all happened i am thinking more art these days because i'm all by myself now um in in terms of uh, thinking freely um because uh, the the moment the 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 times are very intense you know yeah uh, you 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 feel that is uh, a ticking period now um, you the the death sentence awaits you anytime you go outside and uh, so you you like you know you need to make most of the time um, the rest of the days i went to too much thinking about it you know the i did not feel the need that much i i felt the need the time I mean, to produce art there were a lot of plans but there were just plans right. but this time i'm thinking that okay you know suddenly because of this pandemic you see that time is just an illusion now and yeah. you 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 left very very little of it and got to do something and part of the uh, staying up at night anxiety you know that right. i need to make things immediately so i started sketching i'm thinking i'm um, the design part i don't know uh, what what to do about that and um, i'm still thinking how am i i'm going to play but already we are uh, thinking of a, lot, a lot of online Um, uh, two collaborations have already taken place, and uh, uh, so SBS being worked on uh, the online uh, performances, uh, the art that I'm doing, and uh, so hopefully, hopefully. So, is is the anxiety that you're talking about particularly surrounded around around time, as in like? 
the time that you personally have to make stuff or is it related to um, like how the industry works? So basically, uh, all of what you said is secondary. My primary concern is is uh, my family. Uh, this is where the anxiety is popping up from. Uh, their survival, making sure they nothing happens. So we're doing all the efforts that we can uh, to to survive during these time. And then it comes to that part where uh, you you see yourself and uh, the stuff that you were supposed to do and you didn't and you, you were lazy and now you're like, you know, I'm trying to find those chunks where I, since I'm giving them the priority and spending a lot of time with them, making sure that it happens. Usually that's the first part of the day. And the oh. second half is where I, where I start doing things. This is usually 3 p.m. onwards. Uh, it goes on till 11, 10 at night and that's it. So it's basically um, my daughters, my my parents. I'm, and since I live in a joint family, so yeah, this is where it is very lethal and uh, the whole thing. And this is where my, what my major concern is that I'm really, really scared for them. Yeah. And... Uh, that's what you know you you wake up at night and you just look at them you know yeah you, they're, 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 they're okay they're sleeping fine any symptom any the sneeze and you have a heart <laughs> so, right yeah so um kind of on a on a different note uh, has this experience i mean it, you know it has lost just a week or two but has it has it changed your perspective on um, art kind of as a personal thing and as an industry thing um, at all? It has. Uh, for me, it is the utmost privilege that I had and now it's been taken away or it's in the process of being taken away. Uh, I, Since I was uh, living amongst it, I never realized how important it was. You know how, you, how your eyes get accustomed to your surroundings and and you stop looking at the things, you know, you look at the moon for long and it disappears. But now when I'm back to among normal people, you know, laymen, so I, I, I'm looking at things from their perspective and suddenly I find it uh, very fascinating at the same time. Um, it, is, uh, it is suddenly like the first time when I started doing it, the, the initial days of me doing it so the fascination is is something i'm like really really enjoying because uh, uh there is no tomorrow right so right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah it is i'm looking at it this way all the things that even if they're very basic i i'm i'm in usual circumstances if those things are so basic that i wouldn't even attempt or think of attempting but this time i am doing all of that like why not if that is available, then let's do that. I mean, uh, like making portraits. I, I'm good at making portraits, but I always uh, took it for granted. But this time, I'm I'm doing it. I'm asking people to send me their pictures. I'm making their portraits. I started doing that, <laughs> and uh, uh, also thinking of all. Oh, oh um, a long time ago, I thought of I I do audio books. 
and um, I would um, make uh, small videos for children uh-huh. and uh, and uh, narrate stories, perform stories. So it is coming back to that. I'm I'm taking that up uh, because in the usual circumstances, when I, I would think of this idea, I would be a little fascinated with it, but I would you know go for it. Uh, I'd be like, there will be more things that I can do, you know. Yeah. But there are no more things. <laughs> These <laughs> are the things. Are yeah. the things. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so yeah. Uh, during this conversation, I'm having this revelation that I must list down all the possibilities of things that I can do from home. Essentially, it's like this whole experience has given new meaning to the phrase no time like the present it is and um there was this person i'm connected to uh on facebook she's a therapist so i had a word about uh, my anxieties with her once and and after asking me a lot of questions she's she's like you worry a lot you worry about tomorrow a lot and uh, with that you kill your present moment and and that sort of like uh, hit me hard where it was supposed to hit me. <laughs> and this, this is exactly what it is. Uh, the first four days or five days or one week of the quarantine was like that. It was us worrying about what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Right. And now the second week or the third week has started a bit easy now we are figuring things out i mean figuring everything out the the new routine how we enter the home how we we do all of this so we are already adapting to this new atmosphere the online scenarios uh, the classrooms and the art everything is changing very rapidly and uh, and and now it's more about that because Initially, the these precautionary measures they were not in our memory, uh, body memory, muscle memory. Right. But now they are. So right. we are now thinking of doing the essentials. We are back to essential. So the first week was just us castling. How you do it in uh, chess while playing chess? You you yeah. Yeah. castle and you sort of like save the king momentarily. Yeah. So. This is what we did. We were busy castling, and uh, but now we are making the moves, further ones. Right. And, and this is hopefully um, the the initially art that comes out would be about the trauma that we have faced, but uh, uh, and then the way forward will start popping up. I hope. Yeah, actually, it's um, it's kind of the next question, which is that you know you were saying that now we're getting used to it, we're adapting, we're we're kind of falling into this new routine. So you know, yeah. whenever this whole situation is over and the quarantine ends, do you think that these kind of new habits and new ways of making art and, and new ways of thinking about art and all this, do you think that will carry over? I think uh, it will be the new art because. Um, you know, it is one thing. Uh, it is it is what you call it. 
you being a dancer a performer you must have experienced the resonance yourself if if the resonation if this whole resonance is on this global level yeah. uh, this morphic resonance we would also pass it on in our genes now uh, in the little ones the right. effect of it is very very deep it will it already has changed the way that we think i mean it it will change traveling it will change our eating habits it will change our uh, basic thinking would be uh, it's it it got us because we weren't prepared and right. and but now we will uh, keep this after losing about thousands of people the world will come to this conclusion that how we even with this art i mean you will see it for decades now the the biological effect whatever it is is uh, is just a pandemic or a warfare or right. whatever it is yeah so the impact would be very deep um, it it just change the thinking pattern this is what i believe would happen well this is what i am going to do yeah. uh, once uh, once there was a petrol shortage even that uh, three days of uh, local shortage that had an impact on me to this level that i start keeping my fuel <laughs> uh full in the car you know right so so there are many like me who who are out there who were paranoid to some level right and uh, and they will they will now people will make basements and they will <laughs> <laughs> store stuff and and art supplies would be scarce again and uh, i don't, i don't see it uh, clearly but i feel it i sort of it is there in yeah. front of us yeah this is just the beginning this is what i feel yeah and, and and do you think that some of those those biological shifts that you're talking about do you think we'll see those i mean obviously in, in the content of the art that we're creating but do you think we'll see that also in in how we produce and share and and live as artists this whole morphic resonance that i was talking about yeah. uh how i feel the the air movement from thousands of years ago where you just to connect you to walk and then you started riding animals and then there were vehicles trains and then airplane and then you know the mediums became faster the connections were uh, stronger and then uh, through telephone from telephone to cellular and then internet and then and then due to this whole pandemic thing uh, you see the internet is collapsing already because everyone is there i i see it i look at it this way that these are the neurons that are it's it's a baby that's being born initially the there were two or three or few hundred neurons that took them about thousands of years to bring us where we are right now and then boom they started multiplying they started connecting and human beings not even realizing that they are the neurons and they are connecting they are shifting and 
together uh, since because of these uh, this global lockdown everyone is staying home everyone is trying to connect over the internet everyone is trying to become one and mm-hmm. i haven't been this connected people the way i am right now i i'm more connected when there was no lockdown i had my isolation now i'm i don't <laughs> right uh, <laughs> it's very ironic i mean people think that they are isolated they are not they are more connected than before yeah. and and this is where it's going to go it has catalyzed this pandemic has catalyzed this phenomenon already and it's going to create things on a totally different level even in pakistan you must have seen that it's the hive mind thing i mean um, this is what's happening i mean now uh, we who were collectively less mature than the people outside we are connected to them right now yeah so um it's just the water that is trying to equalize this temperature you know you mix cold and hot water together in and it tries to balance its temperature uh, automatically it balances it out so this is what's happening i mean we are trying to form a global intellect and through that it would be so you can't really say how how what sort of new thinking patterns would come out already it is and um but now we'll be more prepared uh, we 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 all thought that it was just a science fiction poss- yeah. a possibility for science fiction writers right no it is very much out there i mean i'm i'm actually uh, open to i believe that aliens can invade the zombie apocalypse can happen all of that right <laughs> yeah. yeah everything is possible now the um, ai taking over machines taking over all of that exactly exactly um yeah so that's all of the questions um that i have uh do you have anything that you'd like to add or comment on about um you know arts and quarantine in the future it's just the perspective that i would want to point out while teaching acting the first thing i teach is denial that that's the first human reaction to everything denial right. yep and <laughs> and this but going on and you 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 go out there and people are denying everything you oh, know everything is normal everything is okay and all of that yeah so is this a wish there's something right now that could they could change this perspective and uh, nothing else i'm not too concerned about art at the moment rather than surviving right now and and at this time we can't really save and downing street is not safe if the buckingham palace is not safe then there's nothing nothing is safe at, at the moment yeah you see so i think uh, that's pretty much it and let's yeah we'll call yeah. it a yeah we'll we'll call it um we'll call it a a podcast but thank you for doing it i appreciate it